Hi, I'm Rilla Ressler, and you are listening to Life Abroad Reimagined. When I said yes to my husband's proposal of moving to Switzerland for a few years back in 2008, I had no idea what was in store. I didn't know how difficult nor how rewarding my life would become. Moving abroad put me on a trajectory to write a book and change my life's work. My experience led me, along with my colleagues, to collect stories of men and women throughout Switzerland who had moved with their partners, and that all turned into our book, The Trailing Spouse Reimagined. The experience has also led me here to this podcast, where I will be talking with people from all over the world who have reimagined their lives in Switzerland. I'm honored to be a part of sharing their stories with you. Wanderlust. Is it in all of us who choose to live abroad? I'm not sure, but I know it was in Adriana, and seems like it always was, even as a child. But having arrived at age 40-plus, living in her home in Sao Paulo, Brazil, she thought it was just a dream, never to come to fruition. Of course, not long after, the opportunity arose for her husband to work in Basel. When they decided to try life in Switzerland for a change, she was willing, and yet still wary. Why leave a life that is working? Why choose such changes for herself and her family? Why step into such upheaval? Good questions, which she at least begins to answer here. More than nine years later, Adriana's life works here now. Plus, she has a book and a lot of experiences under her belt. I always enjoy talking with Adriana and continue to learn more every time we have a conversation. Hello, Adriana. Hello, Rila. (laughs) It feels to me like we can't get into a room together very easily these days. It's kind of a wonder that we saw each other every week, almost every week, maybe more than once a week when we were working on the book. But yeah, it's for five years for five years. Yes. (laughs) We'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll come back to that. So uh, this podcast is bouncing a bit off of the book. And uh, I, I want to get to how you and I uh, first schemed that up and having coffee not very far away from here. Um, but first, I just want to begin with this is about life abroad reimagined. So is your life abroad exactly as you expected it to be? <laughs> uh, 100% no is the answer. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't know if I was expecting uh, exactly something. Yeah, I was so confused and so in a dark room when I came, yeah, that I I never could imagine uh, what I am doing today and how I reimagine my life and mm-hmm. how I well all the things that are happening right now. So well, let's go back to that because that is something that uh, I found when you and I were getting to know each other and when we were working on the book, your. Um, situation when you were coming here, your feelings and all that were quite different, your experience quite different than mine. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about how this all came to be, not so much the details of coming here with your husband's work, but how you felt and how it came up and all of that. Yeah. Actually, I never thought that I was having a different experience. 
And I only noticed that I, I was having a different experience when I met people here in mm -hmm. the same situation. Because as we discussed a lot in the beginning of the, our project, the book, uh, there's a period when you uh, know that you will move, that there's kind of a honeymoon period mm -hmm. that we call it. It means that you are exciting, you are really wishing to be in a different place and curious and all of that. And I didn't have exactly this uh, mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's my nature, my personality, but I was in panic. Mm -hmm. Not in panic, like I don't know what will happen, but I was really uh, taking super care of every step. I was not exciting and mm -hmm. I was super concerned about my kids when we moved. I was concerned about my job, and I started to have this honeymoon period not long ago. <laughs> so, yeah, right, much so later. Much, much later. So, can we go back even further though for yeah. when you were in Brazil, yeah. which is where you're from, yeah. right? Sao Paulo. And when you were there and you found out that you were coming, and even that whole background, because yeah. I think that was also interesting. Yeah. Part of this is in the book, but it's fun to, to talk about it, especially because it's gone. Right, it's <laughs> but, behind you. Yes, it's behind me. <laughs> but uh, since I was a kid, I had all, always the impression or always the wish to move abroad. Mm -hmm. And it was like a gut feeling that in someday I will uh, move to, to another country. Mm -hmm. I didn't know exactly why I had this, but my mom knew that. Mm -hmm. And my mom always looked at me since I was a kid, say, um, I think you are leaving. Oh, <laughs> uh, you are, I, I would like to join. At that point, I, I considered join the Navy just to get out of the country. <laughs> but I was quite happy there. So I don't know what this, it was about curious, of course. Yes. But um, never happened, of course. But in the end, I was 40 years old. I was having a very nice period in my career. My husband as well, two kids, everything was fine. A lot of work, a lot of things that, of course, in a big city you, you, you experience. But when, we, uh, when my husband was invited to come to Switzerland to work... It was like a holy coaster all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. It was like at the same time that I say, oh, I knew it mm -hmm. that at some point mm -hmm. I will live abroad. It was in the back of my mind, far away already. But it came like that really, really fast. And then the roller coaster ride began exactly. almost immediately, right? Yes, because we didn't have much time, okay. which is good and bad. Yes. yes. Bad because you, 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 you are in a roller coaster, of course, but it's... The good thing that you you don't have time to think twice. <laughs> That's right. So just You're move. Just doing, forward. doing, you doing. You just go. I quit my job. I sold my uh, car. I sold my stuff at the, the apartment. I collect the the doctor's uh, historic of my kids. All this kind of thing that you never thought that you have to do. In like it was November. I started to do that in in December. So all of a sudden we are packing and coming here. Mm -hmm. um, so it was quite interesting, the whole process, 
before it. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing that I, funny thing, not funny about it, but <laughs> now looking back, it's my body reacting to that. Mm-hmm. That uh, last week in Brazil, I went to the beach just to say bye-bye to, to the place that I love. Yes. And I ended up in the hospital at that wow. week. Because I had a, I don't know in English the, the, this word, but it's dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Dehydration. Dehydration. Yeah. Dehydration. Uh, because I was so uh, not drinking water or re- very nervous and so on. And so busy. You busy, probably busy, didn't busy, stop. Busy, and I went to the beach at that day. I was sitting in the sun with my kids the whole day. And eight o'clock in the evening was a sunny day like today here. I came back home and all of a sudden I could move my legs. Wow. And thanks God, my father is a doctor. He was there and he looked at me and he said, you have to go to the hospital. You are having a, he said the name of the crisis, but I don't remember. And indeed, I was having, uh, I had to stay the whole night in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it was Really, my body saying, hey, you are shaking everything now. (laughs) (laughs) But this was only an episode. Uh, After that, I started to balance again, Mm -hmm. slowly. But it was really, yeah. So let's do this. Rather than go go in chronological order, let's talk about your life today. And I'm curious if... Along the way, maybe when you were in Brazil, you didn't even have time to think what your future would hold. But somewhere along the way, when you were here, did you imagine that you would be doing what you're doing today? And then we'll go backwards. Yeah? So, no way. So what are you doing today, Adriana? Well, <laughs> I am working with social media, digital communications. Because you've been a social media queen forever, oh, right? forever. Especially, <laughs> that was my dream come <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. <laughs> so I'm working with um, all these channels in a big corporation. Yeah. So it's interesting. And also it's an international company, which I thought I had my my share already in Brazil. And I, when I came here, I said, oh, you know what? I don't have any chance in this big world again, so I will focus maybe in another stuff. I don't know exactly what. And here I am uh, in a big corporation working with digital communication, which is completely out of my, my imagination. That's great, but not completely out of your league because you no. did have extensive communications background. Yeah, yeah. So this is really just a new facet that yeah. you're developing. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I I think you are com- you are totally right. Uh, part of it because I knew as a communicator uh, that I had to jump mm-hmm. into digital mm-hmm. in some point. Of course, especially because I'm not. Uh, young, right. like starting my career right now, yep. which digital is part of their DNA. Yes, it is. They don't even <laughs> know another world. That's right. Which is not digital. Like yes. you say, oh, I started to work with print material. Oh. Why? <laughs> is there a department for that? Or what we were doing the whole day? Printing what? <laughs> so I printed the material for my whole life, but... When I, I saw that, okay, I have to jump, I wanted to jump back to the, to the market, the only thing I, I, 
I imagine, in communication was to jump into digital. Mm -hmm. And otherwise it would be like, I, I will always be late. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That's, that's why I ended up yeah. uh, doing social media right now. And so you did jump in and, and you're, you know, you've got a full-time job and yeah. you're doing great. Yeah. And is this something you foresaw at all when you were first here in Basel and thinking what steps you would take after leaving no. everything behind in no. Brazil? No, no. I actually... To be honest, Rila, in the beginning, I thought my kids were, were six and ten at that point. And I thought, oh, okay, I will be there. I will stay at home like one year. Mm -hmm. After that, I will look for a job. I will find a job. And mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. Easy. That was my plan ABC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the plan, plan D was the one that I <laughs> ended up doing. <laughs> And of course, things are not the same that you plan, which is great. It's a lessons learned, right? Yes, absolutely. That you have to be really, as an expat person, you have to be really flexible mm -hmm. and accept different ways and different chances that will uh, pass uh, along your way. Mm -hmm. So if you get stuck, this is something that I learned, if you get stuck to your true what you what we thought it was true the chance will pass at your door and you never get it because right. you don't have this eye uh, to different stuff so i think this is something that i learned only because i had this experience here because mm -hmm. for me a plan abc was that one and after one after two months i noticed i said okay adriana It's never going to happen. First, you don't speak the language. As a communicator, hello, <laughs> without the language, <laughs> how you think you will work in this, in this land? What do you do without the language? Right. And I, I love to write. And I, I am really good in, in planning communication. Mm -hmm. So and it's all about language. And I say, okay, Adriana. You're stupid or what? <laughs> so it was, it was really... Then I went into this dark room uh -huh. in my mind yes. because I had no... I couldn't see any way out of it. Mm -hmm. I said, my gosh, I am 40-something already. Mm -hmm. I have to reimagine my career. I have to reimagine... And I, I love communication. Mm -hmm. That, mm -hmm. that was the problem. Yes. Uh, because if I didn't, Okay, I will do pottery. Exactly. Or do something else. I don't else. know. I, I will, I don't know, be cycling. Or, I don't know. But it was always around me all the time. And I was super connected uh, to my uh, colleagues in Brazil, uh, super connected with podcasts in Brazil mm -hmm. that wow. I was used to, to, to know. So I, I felt that I was in the wrong place. Mm -hmm for a long time but there's the, that the change that you have to do that the switch that you have to do in your mind because otherwise you you don't go anywhere mm -hmm. you're not doing anything well and you opened up to a different pathway than maybe you ever could have imagined for going back to work because you did yeah. some study here in switzerland yeah right yeah and you think that was beneficial oh for yeah getting of course the education i'm sure is beneficial yeah 
um, but also just for getting you in a place to be ready yeah, to move sure. into the market here. For sure. I think this is one part of it. The other part was the book. I was hoping you'd sure. get to that. I yeah. was going to say that next. Yeah, I think that's very interesting because, as I said, I love to write. And mm-hmm. write was in the back, in the end of the list mm-hmm. here. Because, of course, write, write in German? No way. Right. Write in English? No way. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Who will imagine that I will um, write my first book in English? Yeah. In Switzerland. <laughs> Right? So it's kind of crazy. But I think the book, as I said, when many, many, many months ago, when we were launching the book, and I was completely honest about that, the book saved my life wow. at some point. Yeah. Because it was a project that I connected fully. Mm-hmm. And it was natural. It's not mm-hmm. something that we plan. Oh, okay, I will, I will go out. I will meet Rila. Rila talk about expat world. I love to write. I will have a coffee with her, and we we will write <laughs> no, a book. We did. That's not how it happened. There was nothing <laughs> planned. So I went to your class because I was really in this dark room that I said. Yes. And I say, you know what? I will meet some people that will be maybe in the same situation. It was great because that's exactly what happened. Yes. I saw that there was there were uh, more people in the dark room. Yes. It wasn't just <laughs> so you. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't alone there. Exactly. Which is great to know. And this particular feeling uh, led us to the book. That's right. This particular feeling that, okay, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say, wow, it was so interesting for me to get to know people that are here 20, 30 years. And at that point I was, I don't know, three, yes. three years. They are still fighting with that. They're yes. still uh, looking for their path, their way to, to change what they are doing, so on. So I say, you, you know what? This is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it make it made me feel so good that I said we have to tell this story. That's it. We weren't done. The and I think that uh, I think that's the the sentence that I sent to you that mm-hmm. I talked to you. Oh, mm-hmm. Rila, we have to tell this story. Okay, let's write a book. Mm-hmm. I said mm-hmm. I'm not uh, uh, author. You said me neither. So okay, let's do you it. You at least had some writing background, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, it's very interesting because like you had a feeling that you were going to move abroad. Since I was a little girl, I had a feeling I would write a book. I just had no idea what it would be on. I wasn't the writer in the family. Like my family would talk about my sister. Now she writes so well. Oh, she's so funny when she writes. And I was like, nobody ever talks about my writing. You know, so I kind of had that, who am I to think I could write a book? But what I loved is when we had that coffee, it almost felt like, we're just going to start this project and see what happens. And I, I also want to thank you because as we were working on the book, there was a time that we got kind of pushed in a direction that wasn't where we originally uh, envisioned and planned. And you were the one to say, hey, hold on. We don't have to have this published by anybody. We can publish it ourselves or do whatever we need to. We need to write the book the way we want to, the way that our hearts are telling us to. And that was telling the stories. Yeah. That was just telling the stories. Yeah. And I think that's what's so valuable. Yeah, yeah so. that was uh, 
That was interesting uh, when because we, we we were in this process as first trip, mm -hmm. right? At first time that we are uh, traveling this world, and to 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 listen to that as the editor saying, which it was uh, he was in right to say he was uh, mm -hmm. it was his point of view. Nothing wrong with that, right? But uh, I think when we came back and I, I came home and I digest this, mm -hmm. I say, hey, I don't have a boss, first of all, mm -hmm. telling me what to do. Mm -hmm. So we, we, were, we were in charge of it. Mm -hmm. So why I'm yeah. writing something that I don't believe right. that will be good right. if I have the choice not to do that? That's so right. That was easy because uh, it was it came from the heart. It's mm -hmm. not something that we change our mind because of money or we change our, our mind because of editor or right. we change our mind because of our heart said That's right. so. So That's right. it was kind of uh, easy to do that. Now you said that the book kind of saved your life. Can you elaborate on that at all? I mean, yeah, I, w I think it, I don't know if it's for everybody, but. Um, doing this research for the book, I know that many people had the same experience. Uh, in the in some point of this journey, when you have to reimagine your uh, not your only your career, but yourself, your friends, your house, the way you, you eat, the way you sleep, the way you <laughs> buy clothes, everything. Take the trash out. Oh, don't <laughs> tell me. Um, in, in some point of it, you start to. Uh, have problems with confidence. You yes. start to doubt that you are capable yes. to do all of that or you had a constant feeling that you are out of your place yes. in many, many, many ways. And for me, it was very, very uh, strong, that mm -hmm. feeling. Me too. So at that point, then I went to your uh, workshop. I was in that, that really dark room that mm -hmm. I said, I can write, I can work, I can spend summer in Brazil because I don't have too money to go there every summer. I have no good friends yet. Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm doing here? Mm -hmm. Why I decide to come here? Because yes. I'm curious or what? Because of career? Okay, yes, but it, it has to be more than that. Right, because of your husband's career, but it has to be more than that. Yeah, yes. so um, for me, it was uh, the book saved my life because it was the first thing that happened that uh, I had a project that yes. I loved. Yes. That was my project. My, I mean, ours, but yes. not my husband's project yes. or Brazil project or mm -hmm. former life project. It was, or, yeah. it was here. It was something new. It was something that we started to have fun. Sometimes were really hard. We got stuck yes. with some chapters, with some whatever, yeah. which, which is part of the, the, the whole project. But for me, it saved my life because I get out of this moment mm -hmm. that I was with my self-esteem really low, with my confidence really low. And I started to say, okay, I can. Uh, walk uh, in this new path, I mm -hmm. think. I think it can come something out of it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's why I think saved my life uh, at that moment. Yeah. That was, okay, I'm doing something for myself, which is interesting. 
Yeah, and you know what it did for me, and I'm curious if this was true for you at all, it did provide some structure to my time that wasn't there before because my time was my own, right? I could do, yes, there were things to do, but I could do as I, as I chose. And now I had meetings with you, I had interviews to do, I had background, I had writing to do, and... Um, it was it was a very interesting process. It, it pointed out to me the value of doing something together because I don't think I would have done it alone. I think I would have just given up. Me too. I have the same same feeling. And when I came to some of the meetings and I was like, I didn't do my homework, I didn't get my chapter finished, you guys were like, hey, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and always we came away, I came away re-inspired to keep going on it. Um, so that was really helpful to yeah. me at that time yeah I uh, it's all about wake up in the morning and you have something to do right and we didn't know if anything would ever come of it but yeah. we didn't let that yeah. get in our way yeah. we really weren't so worried about that yeah right yeah so yeah okay so working in a corporation some education on the way writing yeah. a book and then back before that, you yeah. were here just adjusting, because we're going backwards now in time, yeah. right? Yeah. Getting your family situated, figuring things out. Um, and here you are today. How many years has it been? Eight. Eight years. Almost nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think um, talking about wake up in the morning and do something, it's something that I learned uh, that I am like this. Mm-hmm. And something that I sought because I wo- always wake, woke up and did something in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I, I started to work very early. Very young age, as I very remember. Very young age and, and always worked my whole life. And all of a sudden coming here without a, a, a clearly... Um, objective to my day mm-hmm. was really strange for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and I, I I felt I felt angry about that because I said, Adriana, you have to relax, mm-hmm. Adriana, you have to learn uh, to live in a different situation. You have this and that, and to be honest, Rila, now that I am here uh, eight years, I learned that no. I don't have. I have to do whatever make me feel good. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's wake up in the morning and do something. Mm-hmm. Is that what I uh, uh, make me feel good? Mm-hmm. Why not? So mm-hmm. I think I was trying to be someone that I was not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to relax in a moment that myself, my body wasn't relaxed. Because part of you wanted yeah. something else. Yeah. So that's that's how I ended up in the university back, I think, when we were in the process of the book. Um, as I said, I was rebuilding my self-esteem, my confidence, and I, I stopped work in my area for a long period, right? And as every, uh, not only communication, but I think all new new jobs, if you stop two or three years, uh, it's really tough now because the, the technology is so quick. Yes, things change so fast. It changed so fast that in every job, I think I'm a medical doctor, uh, mm-hmm. probably the same, or 
something, someone that do some sports, you know, the, 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 the tennis shoe is different, the, the yes. whatever. It's everything different all the time. So if we stop like six months, it's okay. But I stopped uh, almost uh, five years. That was going to be my question. How many years yes. was it? Yes. Yeah. So I felt completely useless. Yeah. And, and I, I started to apply for jobs and nobody even asked me for the first interview mm-hmm. and I applied believe me 10 or no 10 uh, 50 or 80 jobs wow. yeah. during two or three years so it was kind of I'm doing comp- something really wrong mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why uh, I'm doing wrong so and I don't know what to say in an interview first of all oh mm-hmm. okay not that I don't value the time that I was at home don't right. don't think about that don't get me wrong. I think it was really, 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 really a privilege. Yes. And I, I don't regret any day. Good. That's it great was, to hear. Yeah. Uh, actually, I feel like I am VIP person. Yeah. To, to, to have had the time. opportunity to, to do that uh, in this world, that mm-hmm. you have to do three things at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, t- when I, 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 that was one after that home and I Google, I say, it's not possible that I don't find my way back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I Google say, I don't know what I Googled, but I, I put like communication out of the market. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> I don't remember. It was something funny. And I found this course and I say, okay, let me do some research about that. And it it was very interesting uh, course. It was for me very expensive. And then I talked to my husband. We made a plan, mm-hmm. and we approached the the university in a different way. And then when uh, and ended up uh, having a, a scholarship. That's uh, great. More or less, not full, but it was a great help. And I I did this course that uh, it was one year course. Mm-hmm. The name of this course is Women Back to Business. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the f- sentence that I Google. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then I and this course, of course, the the academic uh, world. It's always for me. It's always good. I love academic world. I'm sorry. It's good to keep <laughs> learning, right? Yeah. And I felt really really uh, good to be back uh, to the school but the the best thing that this course gave to me was my self-esteem again yeah my confidence again that Mm -hmm. first of all all these uh, classes that I was um, uh, joining I I didn't learn anything new Mm -hmm. so it was like a a refresh yes and And I saw okay I know this stuff. Yes. It's in Still me. Still in you. Yes. Absolutely. That was really great to, to see. And also to when I was talking about myself and all my, my, my experience to my colleagues and the teachers, they said, wow, you did a lot in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't be shy. Yes. Don't, don't sell yourself. Short. Yeah. Short. Yeah. You did a lot. So, and, and it's great to, to listen to that right. in a different 
environment in a different world in and to hear that from professionals exactly right? speaking Here in switzerland speaking speaking a language that was not my first language my right. native language i was writing stuff in a different language so because the it, course was in english, in english right? and yeah 20% in germany uh -huh. some some points were in germany which was fine but it was all in english And then I started to look for a job, and I think my, my approach was different. Mm -hmm. The Absolutely. way that uh, I present myself, the way that I started to look in a different way. So then everything started to happen, mm -hmm. to be honest. It was mm -hmm. after this course. Yeah. And so just to wrap things up, looking back now on who you were in Brazil, You had a good career, life was going well, and who you are now. Are you glad you said yes and that you and your husband decided to take this step? Yes, I have no doubt about it. Again, we I only lived, I, want, I am in this life. I don't have any other to compare. Right. So it's tough to say, uh, oh... I'm happier here or there. There's no way we can know. There's no yeah. way. So I think I would be happy there as well. But I think I have a broad vision of the world mm -hmm. right now, which mm -hmm. was really difficult uh, to find the same situation in the same country. Mm -hmm. And this is one, one thing that is really good. I can't imagine today living in a country or in a city that I don't have a lot of expats around me. Mm, interesting. I really love this environment. And today, uh, today, last week I was talking to a colleague uh, at my work and she's Swiss. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, I can't imagine to live in another place in Switzerland. Only here because I love to be surrounded by expats because People she's the only Swiss in our department by the way so, the world yeah so we in front of me there's someone from Ecuador the other side there's someone of, uh, um, from US the other side a, a Swiss person behind me from Egypt so yeah. we are all there working together so I love this environment mm -hmm. I think this is the biggest treasure uh, To, to say yes, to say, to having said yes to that uh, mm -hmm. job mm -hmm. eight years ago. So, uh, I, plus I can start to talk like two hours about the pros and cons here, but I don't think it's the, it's the, the purpose of this, this podcast. But I will firmly say that for my kids, for myself, for this vision, I, I'm not sure about my career Really, and, and to be honest, my career is not the first thing that I'm looking here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am happy to have my work, but I don't live because of it. Right. You're not living for your work. I don't, I'm not yeah. living for my work, uh, although I, I really appreciate to have it. So mm -hmm. that's also What a changed. great place to be in, by yes, the way. Yes, yeah. yes, So I think to that's changed. And, yes, and... and To have the chance to be with my kids in that period that is never coming back. Mm -hmm. they, they are teenagers now, so I had the chance to be really close to them at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think there was a lot of 
pros, a yeah. lot of positive uh, things that happen. And do you let in the fact that you really were very flexible, that you tried one thing, it didn't work? Do you, do, do you recognize that in yourself now? I mean, because had you stayed home, you might not have had to be quite as flexible as we say, you never know what would have happened. But you were really, you, you really uh, went in a zigzag path. It's not like it was a straight path to where you are today. Yeah. I, I don't know, Rila, if I am more flexible now than I was before, to be honest. What I know, and I'm sure about that, I am more resilient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference. I think it takes flexibility to be resilient. Yeah. So you might yeah. be more flexible than you realize. Yeah, because yeah. there's no other way. Yeah. There's no other way. If you, it, it will never be easy. Mm-hmm. In a new environment, if you if you read books uh, about immigrants from different times Absolutely. in our story, never is easy yeah. independently. Mm -hmm. If you're going with the job, without a job, to a poor country, to a rich country, to a, a short assignment, to a longer short assignment, you are moving to a different place. Period. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's complicated. Mm -hmm. uh, situations if you don't have a job food and this i'm not talking about this kind of mm -hmm. situation i'm talking about expat life mm -hmm. the way we know mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter to be difficult mm -hmm. so if you don't if you think that will be like a honeymoon forever it will take a long time to you to adjust mm -hmm. so i think it's only to face okay it will be a lot of challenges mm -hmm. It will be, I will knock in many doors that we will not uh, open yes. in the beginning. But one door will open. Mm -hmm. So I think it, the resilience, uh, to be resilient, is something that you, uh, you, you have to, to have. You, you have developed. to develop. You yeah. have to uh, think about that every day. Good. That's, that's yeah. what I think. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Life Abroad Reimagined. I'm your host, Rilla Ressler. I teach yoga and mindfulness in the Basel area. You can learn more about me on my website, rillayoga.com. That's rilla, R-Y-L-L-A-Y-O-G-A.com. And if you'd like to read our book, The Trailing Spouse Reimagined, you can find it online at burgley.ch, on Amazon, or in bookstores around the world. <laughs>